Don't laugh at me, Stacey. Sorry. Hello and welcome to... You're laughing already, I can say. Hello and welcome to Have You Registered For uh, Various Stuff. Uh, I think we're going to need a new name. No, we're going to call it that. Uh, This is on the Park One Live channel. (laughs) I'm your host, Luke Morris, and my guest... uh, Well, we're going to have two guests. We're going to have Matt uh, Bailey, who's going to join us uh, possibly later. He'll he'll chime in later and we'll... We'll give him a big uh, uh, ramp up. When he turns up, we're not going to do it when he's not here, even though we had told him we were going to. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, we uh, haven't got off to the greatest start, Matt and me, so I'll be I'll be really it. interested to chat to him. Yeah, that's entirely your fault. I'm on good terms with him. It wasn't um, my fault at all. As, that's Stacey Harfield. Stacey Harfield has completed 131 park runs in total. One of them was recently at Diamond Creek, which is not far from where I live. I didn't know. I know, but but That's far funny. from where I live. I know. It was an, it was an adventure. I want to. I I wasn't going to like delve into too many park run things this series, and I'll explain why later. So this this whole series, uh, I'll I'll, I'll explain the series, and then I'll ask you about why you're out at Diamond Creek. Uh, this series <laughs> is a series about me. This, yeah, that's it. Full stop. No, this is a series leading up to some um, uh, key races that myself, Stacey, and Matt are doing. So, uh, season four, I'm calling this on the Parkman Life channel, and um, I'm I'm leading up to the Berlin Marathon. So we'll uh, we'll delve into things about that. Stacey is leading up to a 10k PB. You know, uh, that's a hard effort. That's, that's That'll be a big thing. And I assume part of that was going to Diamond Creek Park Run. What was happening out there? Well, no, not really. I So Beck and I have been um, just trying to tourist a bit more. Oh, so okay. we, um, you know, we sort of went, have been through a phase where we've just been to the same park runs over and over again. Yeah. Um, done a lot of volunteering at, at different ones and we thought we'd like to, I mean, we are sort of loosely doing the alphabet as well. For those that don't know, there's a challenge that you, um, you know, you try and do a park run that starts with every letter of the alphabet. Um, you know, yeah. we already had a D because we did Danny Nong ages ago, but um, we hadn't done Diamond Creek yet and we're just trying to do ones in the not, you know, sort of an hour drive is kind of, Fine, getting up a little bit earlier. It is a bit of a get up early, so I'm impressed that you got up to go do it. It We get up early, I pick back up, we drive out there, um, you know, have a chat, meet some new people, run their park run, um, and then have a chat about it on the way back, get coffee, drop her home. And, yeah, we've done, you know, we're still doing local every every sort of second or third week, and then we'll travel in between. Um, Yeah. That's cool. That's a nice little. So you have a nice little chat about what you experienced and learned and liked about different park runs you go to. Yeah, because they're so different, and um, you know, some of them are more traily, some of them are double loops, some of them are out and back, some of them are you know, there's just so many different ones, and some of them are are very picturesque. Some of them have massive crowds. Some of them are really 
you know, little we were at, at Moe a couple of weeks before that, did the Newborough one. Um, yeah. You know, so we've really tried to, yeah, just do some different ones and, and ones that we've never done before. Diamond Creek, I, I will I will tell you, I, um, I was the first finisher there. That's the that's the first. Oh, wow. uh, I think this the first time I won a, a park run. It's my park. It's my five k PB there, nineteen minutes, which oh, is wow. is awesome. isn't isn't a crazy 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 fast five k time, but it's 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 good enough. And it was a really it was a I, I wrote a report, and I've been tinkering with the idea of reading out my report one day, and uh, uh, sharing that on the Parkman Life channel because um, I thought it was quite funny when I wrote it. <laughs> um, uh, and I wanted to know how, what did you think of it? What is it's quite a it has it's quite a good Parkman. It? it can be quite big. I can see you. There was quite a few yeah. people there when you attended. Sometimes it's it's not that big, but it seemed to be a big day when you turned up. Yeah, I felt like sort of people kind of really ramped up as it was starting because yeah. we were like, oh, it's not so bad. And then, <clears throat> you know, people kind of turn up at the end uh, as it starts. But, no, we really liked it. We've definitely put that on our list to to do again one day. Um, yep. Quite quite liked the, the scenery. It wasn't yeah. completely flat, but it was not ridiculous hills nah. or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah nice wide you know, paths and, and everything. So, yeah, we, we really enjoyed it. I call them nice wide paths. You hit off straight from the start and you go over the bridge and you make a sharp left-hand turn. Did you get caught in that bottle? Yeah, yeah. But once you yeah. get out along there, it, it sort of spaced out quite quickly and, yeah. yeah, it was, you know, it was good. I'll probably make that sound bad. It's actually really good. I do encourage people to go to Diamond Creek Park one. That's good. But let's talk about what your goal is we we normally would start with a weekly recap but i suppose we should i um establish well i think doing. we should be calling this something to do with berlin because that's really like what this is the biggest thing that's happening this year is luke going to run the berlin marathon well that's um, why i wanted to start this because i wanted to have some sort of video audio diary to uh, share with people to um, talk about it yeah but i uh uh, I, I wanted to have other people with something happening along the way, and we'll, we'll get to Matt's story when he when he uh, is able to get here. But you've got you're aiming for something. Well, yeah. So I'm not. I decided not to tackle a marathon this year. I did the Queenstown one last year with you, obviously, um, which yep. was fantastic, and I I loved it. Um, but just I uh, found fitting all the tra- training in, the amount of training, the kilometers in a week. Um, just that intensity of, um, you know, the commitment um, was quite massive. I've got a child in year 12 this year. Um, so there was just, it was just a huge commitment. And I was really struggling, decided no marathons this year and I'll look at next year, but um, tick off some smaller goals. So obviously um, I did a, park, a 5K PB not that long ago with your assistance uh-huh. um, and Sean who paced me on that day. But I also have really tried to crack my 10K PB, which I haven't been able to do the last few 10K runs I've tried. I think about two or three in a row I've tried to to crack that time and I haven't. So that's my next target at the run at the run pre event in September where they're 
um, clearing the, you know, the Albert Park Grand Prix track um, and making an event in that. So I'm going to um, do the 10K and try and race it as a PD for me. Yep. And then I've also registered for the half marathon for Melbourne in October. Well, the one pro- let's let's focus on the one pre because um, we we'll probably talk about the Melbourne Marathon because that's not far after uh, that's in October. Um, yep. Run pre, that's quite out around that bigger Albert Park. Is it is it two laps of that track? Because that's Albert yeah. Park race very effectively, so it's rather flat. Five yep. k. Um, yep. It's not... so no speed humps, no traffic islands. Everything's taking out, taken out as it was for the, um, you know, the cars for the Grand Prix. Um, so it's a fast track, no hairpin turns, no loops, you know, just it's just one big sort of funny circle um, times two or times four, depending on what race you're running. Um, Are you doing it's going to be so two, 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 two laps for yeah. me, yeah. So um, it's going to be a fast course, so a great opportunity to have a crack yeah. at that 10k PB, which so do, I'm do we have a, a minute number? Off. Do we have a number that we yeah? Wanna... So so 52 is the the PB which I've had for a year over a year and a half. So December the year before last, I uh, got that PB. I didn't have a pacer. I ran it by myself, um, managed to get the PB, and I have not been able to get anywhere near it since then. <laughs> I don't know so what I did are we on looking that day. For, are we looking for anything that's a 51 or is it a 52 something else? It's got to be 51. We, has to be 51. Be, yeah, at least it's got to be under at least 51.30. So, 51.30? Yeah. So Okay. Yeah, um, and I just um, yeah the last one I did I'm trying to think I did uh, the what did I do last I did the same run December last year and I was a couple of minutes out and I did Edith Vale in March and I think I was a minute out mm-hmm. on that and I really felt like. Maybe I went out a little bit far. I felt like I went out too fast, but when I looked at my paces, it was like, no, that's kind of what he set me. But always at the 8K mark, I just, yeah, that was the worst K. Struggled. I hit the wall. My legs are tired. And then I can manage to pick it back up again after that and and do a really fast finish. Um, But I just get to the 8K mark and think it's over. Do you you feed? Uh, do, do you have any nutrition? Not for a 10K, no. Yeah. I did before. I do before I run it, so at beforehand, but not, not during. during the run, no. Okay, yeah. I'd say you, you're probably right. I was thinking if you if beforehand a gel or something probably has yeah, enough time a to take effect, but while you're running the 10K, I'd I'd, I'd defer to someone like uh, Coach Sean or, um, or yeah. Matt for, for that. We can, we can get into that kind of chat later. How do you feel about it? How do you, so you you cracked the you went under twenty five minutes for five k, um, yeah, not long ago, and it's not as easy. Anyone who's listening, it's not as easy as doubling that and getting it. So no, you can you can do it. There, there, it, it isn't going to be perfectly easy, but I think you're on track. Yeah, look, I do feel like I'm running really well at the moment. I think 
I remember talking to you leading up to Noosa and I had a few shockers. Remember I had those ones where I was like, oh my God, what am I even doing out here? Like just, yeah, this is a disaster. That's hard, but that, that works, to, that helps you in the end. Yeah, it does. But I feel like I'm hitting everything at the moment and I know they're not long training. Like, you know, when you're doing the half marathon, full marathon training, where you've got those massive blocks and stuff. And I know they're not those, um, but, I mean, he's setting some paces for me that I never, ever thought I would hit. I mean, the today's run, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, really? Like, I don't... What did, what did you do today? So this morning's run, I did um, 600. So it was 600 at five-minute pace with a 90-second recovery, 600 at... 4.45 with a 90-second recovery and then 600 at 4.33. And then a, yeah, and then a two-minute recovery times three. So it was like five-point-something kilometres. Um, yeah. But, you, I mean, you know me, Luke, and you know that 4.33 pace is just like I struggle with the 4.45 pace. I've yeah. never – I mean, anything starting with four is just – massively fast for me so i'm just um, trying to look up you run now i haven't given a kudos yet. hang on there we go there we go no i, I noticed you kudos. I was waiting that's my like, problem I'm, I'm to blame there so yeah okay so you're cycling down 430 yep okay three times that's a decent yeah. that's a decent run what's that that's about uh what's the distance in that 5.3 yep yeah yeah decent. how'd you feel I felt awesome. Well, when I started the warm-up, I thought, well, apart from the psychological issue of getting up early on my own and actually going out in the dark, um, freezing cold to actually do the run, once I got the warm-up going, I was like 600 metres, which when you say it like that, it doesn't sound like a lot. But then when you say, well, that's a little bit more than half a K and half a K yeah, don't say it like that. No, that's a terrible is, way to say it. Exactly, exactly. But that's what it is, Luke. Like, no, it's not. It's only 600 metres, Stacey. No, <laughs> no. So in my head I was like, crap, this is – I mean, I knew I could hit those first two paces, but 600 metres at that – I thought I could do 200 metres. I could probably do 200 at, at like 432, but – to try and do 600 metres, I thought, oh, my God. But I, I did do it. And, look, I'm super stoked with the with the run this morning. It wasn't easy. And I think, you know how we have to put our, um, in the final surge app, we put our, uh, like, um, yeah, how hard you thought. Put, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean we're supposed to? Yeah, you're supposed That's what to. we do, Luke. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, we, we I'll put, put down it as how nine. We feel. Yeah, you put down a yeah. nine. Oh, that's a hard effort. Yeah. Because I really, and the first two lots were okay, but that third one, that was a really hard push for me. And I really, really, by the third one, I was didn't think I could make it. So I was stoked that I did, but there was a lot of effort in that run this morning. Okay. Well, I'm looking at your blue bar. So this is at, on the Strava for anyone, um, any any friends listening. On Strava, you get like a little app to, to uh, as a guide to paces. And you can see, I can see uh, elevation. So it's a fairly flat track, but that's that's fine. That's good. It's very flat. No, that's that's good. That's what you want when you just want to look at pace. You don't really care about how you're going uphill. Um, and I can see. So you've got 
what was the gap in between each? So 90 what? seconds 90 in between. 90 seconds between each. Okay. And then so the two first, minutes at the end. The first batch of three is a good cycle up. You actually started. You actually did that pretty well, to be honest with you, Stace. Like, like yeah, the, so each the thing the thing that's really good is that you are going up each bracket each time. Yeah. So, so the even actual if you're worried that you're not hitting the times, and this is a something for anyone who's who's listening. If you're trying to do the same sort of thing, at least you are moving up. You are you are trying to hit those, and you are improving. Not improving, but you are moving up. Getting each faster. Of those. Yeah. And so that's good that you can still sort of up it in each bracket. Each time. Yeah. And that's, and look, that is tough to do. But then when you do go back to the start, so I did it three times three. So when I went back to doing the five minute pace one, that felt so much easier the second and the third time around because it felt like, oh, this is so easy compared to the 533 pace. Like, yeah, it's all relative, isn't it? And yeah, a lot but... of it is mental. <laughs> yeah, so, but, uh, so you did that well. Yeah, that's, that's an early morning, got up early, like you said. Yeah. Beat, yeah, the, was... beat the rain Happy in the morning. That. Made for a big yes. day. But... It has been a big day and then a busy work day. Tuesdays I go to the gym at lunchtime. Um, so I did that as well. Um yeah, so I'll be having an early night tonight. <laughs> Good. Right. Well, I, I was. I, I won't try and keep you much longer. But how 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 do you feel? Do you? I think you said you feel on track. But uh, do you feel? Yeah. On track? Are you happy? So, well, I still got a fair bit of time before this event. So he's actually. I noticed in my plan, he's put another park run race in a couple of weeks. Um, in there. Okay. So we're okay. obviously trying to tackle another 5k pb which will be interesting because you know when you run on the day you think i can never ever run faster than i've just run (laughs) um so i really don't know how i'm gonna beat that time that i did that day with you guys um but anyway we're gonna have another crack at it which will be interesting um but yeah otherwise does it it say 5k push yeah it's a park run race yeah okay what's the date for that can i get to that can i help not not this weekend next weekend i think it is um okay and he's made a note saying that pacer to be organized oh yeah the 29th yeah the 29th okay i think i think i can be there so that'll be an interesting one so yeah um otherwise i think um, you know, that's definitely the goal is that run pre in September. So I've still got plenty of time to really focus on speed, endurance, and just, yeah, building up to that. Um, you know, and just trying to get past that 8K weakness point that I sort of struggle with. But my long runs have been great as well compared to, you know, like he upped the pace on them, which I was a bit concerned about. Um, and I've just been feeling amazing running those those runs, you even pushed me a little bit and I, I took you up on it and I I hit that 5.55, even yes. though it was faster than I was supposed to be running. It was and faster than you were supposed to be running? This week was 5.54. Um, so, you, yeah, I do. I felt so good. Um, and it was 18 kilometres, which is a fair distance. Um, and to be able to just, just maintain it consistently, no stopping, just just running 
um, just felt really good. So, yeah, do feel like I'm in a good space right now um, and on track for, for the next couple of goals, which will be good. Excellent. I'll, so now um, let's talk about Berlin. Yes. So my uh, goal for this uh, season of uh, have you registered for is have you registered for Berlin Marathon? I'm, I'm off to that. Um, have that you registered? Is, yeah, I'm registered. I'm, I'm, oh, good. I've, I've paid up. I'm, I'm, I'm paying through the nose to do it, but I decided that it's a real bucket list sort of thing. So, um, and uh People keep telling me that, you know, oh, you won't even think about the cost. I'm sort of thinking about the cost, but uh, it's it's going to be one of those things. And I just, I, I, I can't do it any. I, I don't want to wait and say, no, uh, stubbornly, I'm just going to go. And um, yeah, so it's. Uh, but at the end of the day, Luke, in five years' time, when you look back, you won't remember the total cost. You will remember that you ran a marathon in Berlin. Oh, I won't remember the total cost because I am telling you right now, I am not adding it up. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's feeling good. The scary thing is, so on the weekend, I did the uh, Run Melbourne Half Marathon. And oh, yeah. I, I learned a lot from that because going into that, I had, I had one one goal to learn. So doing these sorts of run Melbourne, I wasn't going to race it, but I wanted to uh, to to go and do that half marathon, sort of as like mini sort of training of being part of a race environment. Yeah. And um, in Queenstown, and normally I carry a water pack with me, um, which a lot of people with trail running do, and I I carry it because I don't like getting involved in the water tables and trying to jump around people and grabbing a drink and stuff like that. And so I have this, I can see that it is, it is statistically possible that I could get under three hours for the marathon in Berlin. And it's going to be quite touch and go. It's going to be a hard push to get there, but it is potential. So I thought I'll, I'll try and prepare myself as best I can to get that sort of time. And one of the things to do that would be lighten myself, not carry the water pack, take drinks from the tables. Yeah. And I used your advice, which was one of the problems I've I've found in the past, why I don't like them, is not just the confusion and the mess of trying to get into those tables and and grab a cup of them because there's usually so many people there. It's... Once you pick up a cup and you're running along and you've got this cup in your hand and it's jumping up and down and you're trying to put it into your face as you're also moving slightly up and down it's just, it's, and drink from that, uh, it's just a mess. But there's that trick where you just sort of uh, twist the top of it and make it into like a little funnel and then that closes the, 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 the mouth of the cup up and just leaves that small opening that you can tip like a little uh, um, jug, turn it into a tiny little jug of a spout, and then you just sip on that and drink from that. And oh, I can't take credit for that. I learned that from oh. Sean. <laughs> I, I, I know that, but uh, in case he listens to it, I'm making sure I give yeah. credit where it's due. <laughs> um. So yeah, so I tried doing that, and I did find that there's. Uh, you still have. I still have to be careful about at what point 
Yeah. You you drink because um uh I the did cough and splutter a couple of times even though I was just taking a, a sip. Um but it was also a lot easier and I felt confident that yeah, like if the cups are of that sort of paper foldable yeah. quality in Berlin, which I assume they might be, um, I'll be able to do that. So I'll be able to take a sip, I'll be able to carry my gels and uh, uh and use that. So that'll be good. The big and good thing... to find out what um what um drink they'll have on the course as well. Like I know at the Gold Coast Marathon they had that fix nutrition. So I bought that and practiced using that so oh. that I could drink those drinks on the course for the Gold Coast rather than the normal electrolytes that I was drinking. I'd, you know, find out what they're gonna serve at the marathon because in the mar- on the tables in the later stages of the marathon, they not just have water, but they have electrolytes as well. Um, so a good idea to to find out what brand they're using so that you can practice with that so that you've got the option of water and um, electrolytes as well. I hadn't thought of that, but I'm slightly worried that if I do do that, like I'll be like, oh, I hate the orange flavor one, but I like this lime flavor one. <laughs> Well, and then you, know you turn what? up on you the day care. and they've got blueberry, and I was like, "Wow!" As long as and, and and the main part is is that you can stomach it and it doesn't bounce straight back up again. So you just yeah. need to practice with it. You don't want to get there on the day, drink some drink that doesn't suit your stomach, and in a, end up in a world of pain or vomiting on the side. So it's always good just to to try it out. There was another one that now had, I'm worried uh, that I'm going to go over there and they're going to have kalafen pufta kind of <laughs> they might just order some I'll, online yeah man. i'll just have you to do import it. some tubs of yeah and puff to energy drink and, it's definitely uh, worth doing as much as you you're making a joke of it um <laughs> there's nothing worse than getting some gel out on course that's disgusting no, you eat gel drink Yeah, but some of them hand out gels as well. And if you're going to rely on those, then you need to practice with them. And you definitely don't want to take the pickle juice, just an FYI. At the end of the the Gold Coast Marathon, it was like the 40K mark. They were giving out these little sachets of pickle juice. And I grabbed one. And the 40K mark. Is that like a challenge to make you... Like, if you can survive the last 2k on this next to what no because it's supposed to stop the cramping or anyway i did grab one but then as i'm running along i'm watching this guy next to me drink it and just his face i thought uh, with 2k to go i already feel terrible um i i don't think this is going to stay in me if i drink this like it's just going to come straight back out again so i didn't drink it but a lot of people were like oh this is disgusting like why would you you know so don't drink the pickle juice okay that's something not to try um the the other thing i i learned and this is this is going to be the biggest stumbling block in berlin is i am going to be in a very big pack of people and in at the start line in melbourne marathon it took I can see on on the stats of my running, um, it it literally took a k until I could get into a, a, a stride that wasn't frequently blocked by people, because 
And Berlin's going to be a lot more people than in Melbourne for the for the. How many like how many half. people do Berlin? Do you know what's the number? No, but the majors are apparently like ten thousand people, which is crazy. Here. Oh, probably more. Okay, well, more than that. I would say more. I yeah. don't like fifty thousand people do New York or something. I no. think it's going to be massive. Fifty. Fine, we're going to we need to find that people. out for the next podcast. Yeah. Um. But that's always the way, and Sean has always said, don't get caught up at the yeah. start. Stick to your conservative start, conservative, conservative, conservative. You know, the races run, we all know that. Like, sit on the couch for the first 30K. Yeah. This is oh, no, what we've been trained to do, it's you know. Just, it's just this goal, of, not this, well, it's a goal, this, this potential of hitting sub three hours. And knowing, and I think that's going to be very touch and go. And if I'm going to be a minute or two off, it could be because those first two Ks, as it's going to, first K, and if it's over 10,000 people, it could be first two Ks, is going to be yeah, still trying to, trying to get into Do they do waves though? You know how some of the marathons set people off in waves? Do they do that at Berlin? I know um, they did a net. It was in a different wave to um, Craig. Like they all had different waves at different times. Yeah, in Boston. I'm wondering whether they do something similar in Berlin just to space it out a bit better. I think they Because do, you're right, setting 50,000 people off at the same time is a bit crazy. Yeah, I think they do. The problem, though, is that they asked you to um, how fast do you think you're going to go, what time you're in. Yeah. And if it was any time less than three hours and 20 minutes, I think. Yeah. They wanted proof. And right. I, don't, I don't have proof that I can do less than three hours and 20 minutes. I, uh, other than, like, even at the time I hadn't ran, finished the Noosa half. So I couldn't say, oh, well, my half time is. Can you get pretty... a note from your coach? <laughs> Just get to write a note. I've got to, yeah, I just find a justice with the piece. <laughs> get them to sign it off on it. You should nah. ask him. I could, I I could send an email. Oh, someone, someone told me today that all, the, all, all that success is is just asking people, can I do X, Y, or Z? Can I have, can I have this spot and showing this up? Can I, yeah. And, and showing up, it. I think. Um, um, yeah. I get the concern there because, yeah, often there's some races that have obviously been much worse than others in the way they set off the people and the congestion at the start. And it is just, yeah, it is a battle until that space starts to open up, you know. Yeah, I think that's going to be. so. It, but, look, ultimately it's going to be, y you're right. And Sean's right, and the the the, the, the race doesn't start till thirty k. I I I know in everything that I've done rallying, running wise, it's even to Sean's annoyance on 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 one occasion, I started slow and I started back because I knew that it didn't matter how fast I could run at the at the start. It mattered how consistent i could run for the middle through the middle and finish strong and i don't know maybe that's what's going to happen in 
Berlin. We'll, we'll see. We'll the see problem what happens is, there. is that people aren't honest with what they think that they or they think they can do more than what they can, and that's the problem. Is then you get people in these categories that are fast categories, and within two or three k, they're walking, and that yeah. causes such an. And it's one of my pet hates. It's like if you're going to run walk, that's fine, oh. but if you're not going to be at the pace you know for the wave that you're in then drop back like to yeah, self-seeding so but you're I, not I think holding you're, up. we're dealing with people and i don't i don't I, I understand the frustration i don't particularly hate it i do wish there was just a little bit more consideration when people are very clearly not going to run very fast and but push themselves up ahead because they don't want to have to wait a little bit and then yeah. You, you, yeah. you know and then you but i think that happens in every event you yeah. see it every time yeah, you it know does. it's but, yeah, just apart, part of the challenge <laughs> apart from that that's something that we'll we'll learn and I'll, I'll develop as we go along but um long runs have been good i've had an achilles problem um, oh yeah you're saying that so yeah. what how did that come about so a bit of a shout out to uh, Adam Cassidy. He gave me a thumbs down you know, in a group chat for asking to find uh, some tracks without uh, heels in it because my Achilles was um, playing up about, I'm going to say a month ago, I noticed that things were just not great, not 100%. And um, it really was impacting speed and matt if he makes it tonight we know that he's he's actually matt's wants to join us he wants to share some tales for his his um his plan to um run an event later in the year but he's uh just finishing work and trying to join us when he can um uh, i saw matt and he said basically we've caught it early it is a slight bold swelling and i did a jump test and i was I, I didn't think to do it myself but i was amazed by how much when he was asking me to jump on my right hand um right hand foot right hand foot is that what you call it your right foot or just your right foot it's just your right foot it's my right foot he was asking me to jump off my right foot and i didn't realize it i was just like barely raising off the ground and then he said okay try the try the other one and i was like bouncing on my, on my left hand foot i was bouncing up and down no on no stress at all my left hand foot was fine but my right hand <laughs> foot was not so fine and he he said yeah it's probably you you're not consciously trying to protect it and then he did this thing this is what people who, who who deal with human bodies all the time, just particularly running bodies, can just sort of do. He just sort of he, he got me to um uh, sort of uh, lie down and he, he grabbed an, an area and said, "Does this hurt?" And I was like, "No, I can f- I can feel you touching around my Achilles, but no, no pain at all." And he went, "Okay, cool." And then he said, "Does this hurt?" And I went, "Oh." Yes, that. <laughs> and he went, oh yeah, that that's the that's the specific that's that point there. Yep, that's you've got a um a, a slight. But we caught it early, and he said, lay off heels, which is what I'd already started to do. And he said, 
don't do speed work for a couple of weeks and do some other things. So as we speak, this is the best it's felt for a month. Um, oh, that's good though. That sounds yeah. like it's going in the right direction. Yeah. I want to um, maintain the body in this sort of... I am worried that if I try and go for a fast, long run, it will um, it will not enjoy... It will, it will not treat me kindly. But I think you've got to listen to your body in that circumstance yeah. as well. Like don't don't push through and, you know, on a training run and do more damage. Like if you're, you know, if you're a few K in and it's not working out, then call it because you're just going to make it worse and take a massive step back rather than progress forward. You know, I think sometimes we don't listen to our bodies enough on, you know, think little niggles and things like that. Yeah. And we think oh. we're so tough, we're just going to push through. That's probably not the best thing to do. Yeah. Matt, Matt said that he has seen that injury uh, frequently um, because it's a running injury. Your Achilles gets injured when you run up hills and sprint. Um, yeah. And he said so many people he gives advice to us what to do and then they ignore the advice and then they can't run for a month. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to listen to your advice and you know, tone it down for two weeks and still, you know, I feel like I'm maintaining pretty good fitness and I've, I've, I've progressed. I've, I've, I have eased off on, um, speed work, but I did a, I did a session today that went well. And, um, the Achilles, uh, last week it flared up halfway through. I did one workout last week, usually do two. Um, yeah. you know that I mean, usually do, um, mostly, I do two. Mostly, yeah. mostly we do um, uh, sort of strength endurance, exercise, long runs, and then occasional speed work two twice a week. And I've only been doing once a week, and yeah, this week I'm back to doing two. And today's was um, yeah, it felt good. I, it didn't That's feel excellent. it didn't feel bad halfway through it, which is what it felt like two weeks ago oh and here yeah. i was teasing you thinking you were just trying to get out of those optional runs <laughs> oh yeah no i got uh, <laughs> on my on my running um uh calendar of what i should do for training i had optional runs and i've never and ever i've never been set an optional run because it doesn't actually mean optional yeah, Stacey, i tried to explain that to luke <laughs> Stacey and i joked and i put it in, in a group chat with annette uh and that from the previous season, um, and uh, tried to question whether what does what does optional mean? And, <laughs> and it, doesn't agreed, it doesn't actually mean, it doesn't optional. mean optional. No, no, I can definitely tell you, optional doesn't mean optional. So I was like, you have to do those runs anyway. And he was like, no, but they're optional. No, no, they're not. No. They might say that. And he's like, it's even in capital letters. Doesn't matter. It does, it does, not optional. It's just not what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> that word is very special to me. So just to like bounce off from the running theme, when uh, the first year of COVID, my son was in grade six and they used to set the work to do each day in uh. primary school. And I used to have to block little bits out of my day so that I could, you know, just sit with him and make sure he was on track with things. Otherwise, nothing would have got done. It was a really tough time trying to get these two kids to do schoolwork and work full time, all from home at the same time. But anyway, 
in this page of work he had to do for the day, there'd be a section in the bottom that was optional. And it was just for, you know, people that had got through their work quickly and to do a few extra things. And he used to get so angry. So I'd be like, okay, we're doing this bit next. No, mum, that's optional. <laughs> I don't have to do it. And I was like, yeah, but the teacher's sort of putting it there to say, if you have time and you've got all the other stuff out and you need a bit of a challenge, you do it. No, it's yeah. optional. I don't have yeah. to do it. And we had so many arguments over this optional work that he used to get so upset that I used to make him try and do because it was optional. <laughs> I think I would argue against it too. But as a parent, I'm not a parent, but if I was a parent, I'd probably be in, in your same boots thinking, no, that would be really good to do that extra bit of work because it's just helps you better. But if I was a child, I'd be definitely like, <laughs> if no, you're a 12-year-old boy, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I can read, mum. Yeah. That's is optional. That's yep. if that's the quiz. If that's the, if that's the test, I've passed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had a lot of arguments over the word optional. That's why when I see when you were saying it the other week, I just had a little chuckle to myself because it brought back some COVID memories. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> I don't know about that. Girlfriend. <laughs> um, it was, right, next on yeah. the agenda, let's let, – if, if Matt can swing in, we'll, we'll chat to him, but let's, let's go on to the agenda. The, the next tip – next part would be training tip of the week. And just what you've told me – Get up early. Talking, no, well, get up early. Is, <laughs> actually, that's a good tip. I was it going is. to talk about podcasts because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and I've ran, I've ran out of a lot of podcasts and I've been going back to their back catalogue. I can tell you what, going to episodes that were recorded in 2020, 2021, not, those were not good days, not only for pandemic reasons but podcasts really suffered during those periods <laughs> yeah, they can be avoided don't need to listen to those episodes i do but, listen to a lot of crime uh-huh. podcasts when i run rather than music yeah. um just and sometimes it's just having that background noise but yeah. i just like having something i'm not always like 100 percent focused on it sometimes i just kind of tune out i just but, yeah, I do usually run with my AirPods in and, and something going on, and it's usually like, yeah, some kind of crime podcast is my my go-to. Can I give you I – uh, I usually listen to running podcasts because that just uh, – I feel like I'm in the sort of vibe. In of the it. zone. Yeah. And if I try and listen to – sometimes I listen to lots of science uh, podcasts as well, but I, I can get very distracted. But if you want some crime podcasts, I listened. I heard two recently. Scamander. I don't yep. know if you've heard that one. No, but I'll look it up. That's interesting. And uh, Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding is another true crime podcast. That doesn't you... sound like a crime podcast, but I'll look it up. Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding? You don't want to find out who shat on the floor of somebody's wedding? It's, 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 that's a crime that has to be it's... solved. It's I'll look of, them up. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, mine but, are yeah. usually a little bit darker than that. Like uh, I could probably hide a body if I needed to. I you don't know, doubt of that. All the, of all the um, ones that I've listened to, like I think I have a lot of knowledge. 
I seriously, anyway, I, that sounds you're like that a plot out, of a, right? No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying, you know, <laughs> that sounds like a plot to a movie. So many. Anyway, uh, training, training tip, uh, get up early. Yeah. That is a good tip. It's psychological though. And, and we have talked about this before. I have the most brilliant running buddy in a net who, um, you know, he's moved obviously a bit further away now, and but we still are able to meet up on a Friday morning early to do our runs together and we usually have completely different runs it's not about running together it's about the commitment of meeting someone in the pitch black at the lake and you know we do our warm-up together um, and we run opposite ways around the lake the lake's about a k and a half so twice around we like yell out to each other well done great job um, it's just about having someone there with you. It's about having the commitment to, to turn That's up. That's about and, having somebody there. That's not about waking up early. That's about having a train. No, day. but you've made the commitment to meet someone there at 6 a.m. means I've got to get up at 20 past five, get dressed, have something to eat, get in my car, drive to the lake. That's a commitment to meet someone and yeah, that person turn up. Um, and that makes it so much easier getting up by myself and running by myself in the dark, I really mentally struggle with that. But if I know I have to meet Annette, I've made the commitment. I've said I'm going to turn up and I'm going to turn up. But when it's just me, I lay there and I procrastinate and I go through all the timing in my head. Okay, if I start now, I'm going to finish at this time. Is that going to be enough time? What if I did it after work? How would I fit that in? Like I just... Yeah. I really find it a mental challenge um, uh, I and think, I never regret doing it when I get up early. I just really struggle to do it. That's the thing. Yeah, I think getting up early, doing it early, I can't think of a time I've ever regretted squeezing it in early. Like today, yeah, you never got do. up early, went for the, and thought, I knew I could potentially have done it in the, done the run in the afternoon, but then thought, I'll get up and I'll, I'll do the run in the morning. And then it just rained all afternoon. And I was like, oh, yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you, it is, it is harder to fit it in, in the, in the evening or something. So whenever you can get up early and do it, it's, it's hard. And most of the runs you, you do anyway, like running events are always morning events anyway. You might as well get up and be used to getting up. You say it like it's just the easiest thing in the world and it's just not. And it's maybe not. some people oh, struggle more than others. But I, yeah, it's just something. I was completely proud of myself this morning for getting mm -hmm. up and ticking it off. Um, but like last week or it might have been the week before, I had this uh, four lots of one mile run that he'd set for me. Like uh, so four times 1.6 with a standing recovery in between each one. And I didn't get up early and do it. And then I had to contemplate, okay, I've got to do this after work. But when I've run around where I work, I've realized it's not flat, flat. And even a slight incline really hurts when you're trying to run like a super fast pace and can really hold you back. So I drove to my old work because I knew that there was a 1.6K block that with no road crossings, I knew the block really well because I used to run in lunch in my lunch breaks um, in my old job, like for a couple of years before I left. So I drove there and I ran that one mile block four times to tick off the uh, the workout at like seven o'clock at night, and it was just brutal. And I did yeah. it and I ticked it off, 
But I was so angry at myself for just not getting up and doing it in the morning. Yeah. Like all the clever people. No, I'm not. You're not clever. It's just, it's, it is, it is hard. But you just have to know that it will be better. Um, let's go. We will do this week Mod Squad Runner of, of the Week. Mod Squad's the um, running uh, coach, running coach is Sean, but running is the team? Is it the squad? What do we, I suppose? It's, yeah, a, it's, it's Mod squad. squad, so it's the squad. Yeah, um, squad. I use Mod Squad Running. I use Mod Squad Running. I use Mod Squad. I use Mod Squad. I use Mod Squad Running. running. Whether it's couch to 5K or mouth onto 100, I use Mod Squad Running. Search online, Mod Squad Running, and witness the fitness. We'll, we'll give the shout out to Matt. I don't think he's going to make it tonight, but Matt Bailey, he's hey, going he's to join us. He's not getting at, a shout out. He didn't even turn up. He's going to, he's going to join <laughs> us at some point. He um, He's training for the Melbourne Marathon. He did. I think we give him the shout out because he got what was it he got in the top 10 of the one melbourne half marathon with a time of 71 minutes but i 71 minutes and something but i was going to bring it up stacy i wanted to point this out and put a big draw on the line that on strava that is not his fastest half marathon because strava being sat nav and different kind of measuring distance as you would know is inaccurate for distances and doesn't recognize that the half marathon he ran on the weekend is in fact a half marathon. And it, it, yeah, it, see, it says that it's so too, annoying. It says that it's too short and that he didn't <gasps> run a half marathon on the weekend. Then his actual half marathon PB is one hour and 25 minutes from well, that would ages annoy ago. the crap out of me. It would, but that's this is this. If you and you know, GPS is the gold standard. You, that's yeah, yeah. But it's not. This, that's why it's not. Yeah, and we had this talk last time because I thought my half marathon PB was less than what it was, and it turned out it didn't count. Which because I was just I just did a virtual run myself at the lake. And I thought that was my PB, but it wasn't an official measured course. It was just going off the GPS and, yeah, it doesn't count. Um, so, yeah, I do feel for Matt. We're not actually friends on Strava. We've, we've had a rough start be. to Why our you, friendship. You, yeah, you, look, we I, probably can be. Um He's a good guy. You know, I don't know why you hate him so much. I don't hate him. <laughs> I don't hate him. I just feel like we got off on the wrong foot. You <laughs> hate his cooking. You hate the no, way he's on Strava. Was, you hate so cooking. many things about him. It he's wasn't his good advice cooking. and you're like mocking it. No, nah, it was his judging of the cooking that's upset me because he's just some random that it just. Totally, it wasn't some random. He's <laughs> it totally was. fine. Comes in, doesn't bring a contribution okay. and then judges other people's cooking. I just um... he was asked to. The listeners don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> but in an, in a situation where he was asked to judge two things of lemon slice, Matt judged two. One. He was asked to, and then he chose not Stacey's, and so Stacey hates him. Uh, what's no, your training goal? You've got uh, you've the next thing. I'm not, not going to let you defend yourself. Uh, you've him. got the five k. I'll add him on Strava. Up. Look, I'll, I'll put the olive branch out there, and I'll see if he accepts my 
friend request and we'll go from there, I guess. Um, <laughs> and he'll listen to this and be like, oh, I knew she was a bit weird. Yeah, no, he won't be here next week. Um, so this will be weekly, hopefully. Uh, you've got the 5K push on the 29th of this month, which is a couple of weeks. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. I have, uh, I'm, I'm aiming to do 15K at Ballarat on the 5th of uh Oh, is that... Is that an event? Yeah, that's an event. That. That's an yeah. Athletics Victoria event. So I'll be running. Oh wow! I'll be running for the Bendigo team uh, that day. Um, but I'll see if I can come out and and help you with the five uh, k push, unless uh, good. Sean tells me I'm not allowed to. But um, that's what we've got coming up. I think we've had a pretty good. This has been a good first episode. We've laid the grounds of what we're aiming to do. We've sort of explained who yeah. we are and who Matt is. We've we've got some small goals leading up to some big goals. Anything you want to say as we wind up? No, I think that's it. Um, my I'm obviously going to work on the early morning thing. That's a real after today. I feel like I can do it, and I, you know, it's just a mental thing, and I'm going to work on that. Um. And really sort of, yeah, focus on my speed work to try and get this 10K under my belt. Um, yeah. I'm and I'm going to buy a new pair 10K. of running shoes this week too. Another pair? No, that's good. Yeah. What have you got? Do you I don't know. Should we wait for till next week? Yeah, I'll update you next week. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And, and on that uh, cliffhanger. We'll see you next week. Yep. Bye-bye. Sounds good. See ya. Hi. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Park Run Life. This is the outro where I tell you that you can get in contact via parkrunlife at gmail.com or you can contact me directly on social media at Luke Morris. Ha! That's L-U-K-E. M-O-R-R-I-S-H-A That's pretty much all I have to say. Have a good one. Thank you, Blue, for the music. Please don't sue.